Welcome to the world of Rex. This is Marvel A. Rex here. We're going to be diving in to the weekly vibes for the week of December 12th to December 18th. So we are almost uh, at the end of the year. This is wild. I'm realizing I have to do a 2023 year ahead episode. Okay. We're going to do it. We're going to do a big old, like probably hour and a half long episode that isn't a weekly vibes. It'll be its own separate thing. And it's going to go over 2023, which is like, honestly, an extremely exciting year to me. I was excited about 2022 in retrospect. And now I'm like, wow, (laughs) the North Node in Taurus, the South Node in Scorpio. Wow, that was a lot. It's been a lot of deep, long-term changes. But 2023 is has a few really exciting ingresses, which is when a planet moves into a new sign. So that's happening in this like profound way that I'm just like, ooh, 2023 is going to be dynamic, dynamic. It's like the the eclipse season we just had in Taurus and Scorpio over 2020. Two was like cleaning up all the muck so that we could just rocket ship in 2023. 2023 is not, well, we're having hybrid eclipses. So we are still having eclipses in Taurus and Scorpio next year, but it's like, you're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel of whatever like deep, dark, baddie thing you had to conquer, which was the South Node in Scorpio. That was like a major hero's journey to like fight a demon or multiple demons for each and every one of us. So it's huge. I mean, 2023 is like there's traction all of a sudden. There's movement in this really, like we've never seen it before. We have never, none of us have lived while Pluto has been in Aquarius. So we're about to enter. I'm, it's like, ah, I'm so geeky about it. I'm so excited. It's like we get to experience a profound, the slowest moving outer planet in a new constellation for the first time. None of our bodies have experienced that sort of vibration. This is going to be just like, well bananas i can't wait i'm an alien i love it i have an aquarius stellium i'm ready sign me up captain okay so december let's just before we get too excited i'm trying to leap ahead let's focus on december 12th to the 18th we are coming down off of that gemini full moon so how's everybody feeling i definitely am feeling an energy that was like an energy and information overload on wednesday like whoo I have just not felt this version of ADHD before. And it was so poignant on December 7th. So we're coming down off of that information overload. Perhaps there was some miscommunications or having to have a conversation multiple times or having to, you know, get... For me, it's like I had to replace both of my tires at separate times on my car. It was just like so literal. I couldn't believe it. I was like, I have to replace this the other one uh, because of a different nail? Like (laughs) Gemini rules cars. So this is, you know, it's all par for the course. But anyway, whatever came up in your life that was like, oh, wow, I can't ignore this in regards to my relationship to communication, technology, transportation, siblings. Those are the four big Gemini themes. So something came to light. And now this week we are coming down. We are receding. We are receding from that process that happened likely midweek last week, but could have also happened even as late as Friday or Saturday. If you were trying to get a point across last week, it was a little bit of a losing battle. That's part of the quality of last week. There can sometimes be breakthroughs, but likely with the Mars retrograde, the breakthroughs are really going to happen for us more so in late January. 
So there's not a ton of like, oh my God, this person heard me and I feel seen by this person. Or I feel like we had a really profound moment of reading each other's minds. That was the depth of which we were communicating and the efficiency. There's not a ton of efficiency of communication until late January when Mars stations direct in Gemini. Well, he stations direct on January 12th, but he'll be moving again by late January and especially February and March. He'll be really moving. So we're coming down off of that Mars full moon, which was, you know, a little, little intense. And it, the week begins with the moon in Leo, which is about touching in on your inner child. So there is a focus on Monday of just like soothing yourself and, you know, taking a little bit of time to be like, I need to treat myself like a king or a queen so that I can go back into that conversation or that information exchange that was challenging that came up during the Gemini full moon. So there's more of a focus on your inner child, how to self-soothe, which is a very important thing that we all have to learn how to do. Self-soothing. Look it up. It's awesome. That's very much supported by the moon moving into, it's a, it's a waning moon in Leo right? So it's getting less in size and therefore saying like, okay, let's, let's start over again. But now we're self-soothing and we're still coming down off the emotional crest on last Wednesday. We do have the Sagittarius sun, the sun in Sagittarius squaring Neptune this week. So that's going to really kick in on Tuesday, big time, and is going to roll throughout the week. The sun squaring Neptune and then it will square Jupiter, which is actually kind of great, but Jupiter is too close to Neptune for my comfort. So the sun square Neptune with Jupiter just there being like, I'm in the party. I'm in this weird Mad Hatter party with you. Um, that square can be challenging. It can be the Mad Hatter's party. So this is still not an amazing week to sign contracts and like really get the fine print and really be like, oh, I know exactly what's happening and I know exactly how it's going to go down a month from now. It is not a great time to project into the future. The, you know, Mercury and Venus are entering Capricorn, which is technically a sign, or I mean, they're in Capricorn now, and they're enter they're in a sign that is generally really good at contracts. Capricorns are great at contracts. They're great at pamphlets. They're great at getting the information across in a way that has some sort of like, you know, it's a, there's an efficiency to it. There's something that works about it. They love to work and to make things work. But they're, they're there during the sun square Neptune. And so they're a little bit like, uh, yeah, um, <laughs> what do we do? What are we doing? Um, so this is still not a great week to be signing contracts. It is, it, Mercury is already, I think, in his shadow to go station uh, retrograde in Capricorn. So there's going to be a lot of Capricorn stuff coming up. The next couple, the next month, really, December is pretty, December to mid-January is pretty hairy when it comes to like really dialing down what is actually happening <laughs> with information, with contracts, with money, with, yeah, it's like the next month has this quality of like, things are shifting and we don't really know right now. <laughs> and Neptune's like, I don't know. And Jupiter's like, I don't know, but I'm about to go into Aries and I'm about to just like shoot off like a rocket. But right now I don't know. So there's a lot of that and forcing or trying to pressure yourself to figure it out right now is going to be extra challenging because Mars, which is the planet of like doing and getting things done is retrograde. Like I said last week at nauseum. So this is not a time to be forcing outcomes. It's a time to be like, I have 
four strategies in play. I have four backup plans and he, and backup plans are like, this is the way to protect yourself during this period of time is to have multiple routes of action, multiple backup plans. Okay. If this works, that's great. If this doesn't work, that's great. The thing that Sagittarius sometimes does is puts all of its eggs in its own damn basket and then just like skydives, you know, the thing that you don't want to do is put all your eggs in a basket this week. With that square to Neptune, someone might be like, here's all the eggs in a basket. Believe me. And and you might be like, oh, that's all that's all the eggs. Like, let's go. Like, this is the answer. This is the one answer. And the truth of this moment with all of the configurations suggests that there's actually like, we don't know where this is going to land. Whatever it is in your life that feels confusing or like a, a heavy lift, we don't really know where it's going to land. So having a backup plan is super important. And, you know, if you don't have a backup plan, then come January, you'll have to find out, you'll have to be scrambling to find out a backup plan. I mean, just to keep, you know, forewarned is forearmed. Like, it's good, good to have multiple routes of action in this moment. It is definitely still a week, like the week, uh, the last two weeks, but especially the week before the full moon. It's, it, this is a week where information is potentially not true or potentially wrong. And maybe it's not, like, there's not a malicious intent behind the incorrect information, but the information's just a little garbled. Little, like, doesn't, like someone's talking underwater. That's very Neptune square the sun. It's just like, things are underwater. <laughs> so I would just watch out for that kind of stuff this week. Again, just like lots of rehashing communication. One of the best things you could be doing, especially coming off of that full moon in Gemini, is just like learning how to be a better communicator, taking time out of your day to, ex like, Take 10 minutes to think about how you communicate in the in a day. Just meditate on it. Go on a walk and, and just think about how do I talk to people? Is it effective? Like there's, I you know, one of my books in my little, you know, I, t I said last episode, I'm reading all these books on tape, the 20 minute succinct summaries of these books. I'm not even listening to the books. I'm listening to the 20 minute summary. But one I just listened to uh, was, I just listened to how to talk to anyone. And that... I found it hilarious, but that's just me. I'm an Aquarius. Don't even worry about me over here laughing at the book. But how to talk to anyone I think might be helpful for other people. It was amusing to me and, and also funny. Anyway, whatever. I'm going to move on. Uh, listening to books like how to talk to anyone or just listening or reading books that are dealing with interpersonal dynamics are helpful during this period of time. And just gauging like how... How am I doing here? How is my EQ, my emotional intelligence? Like, how are my social skills? We kind of lost them during COVID for a lot of folks. So it's about getting them back. And, and the way to boost your confidence around it is actually to just ingest material about it. Learn about it. I think a lot of times people just wing it. They're like, I'm just going to wing it. It's fine. Like, I don't really, I'm socially awkward. I take, you know, whatever. I drink while I'm in social sitting, settings because I'm socially awkward. And no one does work around it. So we need to do work around the way we communicate and actually just tr teach it, uh, treat it like you would your muscles at a gym or you would, you know, your relationship to your job. Like it is a skill that needs to be refined. So this is something that I'm always working on. I think about it with the podcast. It's always like, how are you using your speech, your words? How are you communicating? How are you utilizing social media, et cetera? So those are big things this week. That would be the way to work with it. And trying to make it externalized right now might be very hard or might be confusing. So it's more about an internal process of all these things, getting really, building your self-esteem around them, and then 
you know, not during Sagittarius season, like trying to figure it all out. It's more like in late Capricorn season, early Aquarius season, where things are going to be a lot more clear-eyed. It's just not a super clear-eyed moment right now. Okay. So moon moves into Virgo. That's our uh, waning three-quarter moon. And that's, yeah, I mean, that's just a, there's going to be feelings around maybe checking in with your body on Wednesday, uh, Thursday, really checking in with your body, making sure you're feeling healthy. If there's any health stuff that crops up during this time, really pay attention to it. The moon is trying to tell you something here. A lot of this to me says like cleaning, like get tasks done, spend time like organizing to soothe yourself. That's the soothing thing is like clean your, clean your room or clean your office or like reorganize something. That's a really soothing, wonderful thing to do during the moon in Virgo. Speaking of which, right as I said Virgo, I think I heard a dog bark. Yeah. <laughs> Virgo rules small pets. So there they are. Uh, okay, so that is Thursday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we have the moon moving into Libra. So the weekend is in direct opposition to last weekend, which was an Aries or two weekends ago, there was the Aries uh, weekend, Aries moon weekend. And then two weeks later, we're having the Libra moon weekend. So instead of two weeks ago, I said, like, you know, go like, exert energy and do things that you want to do and like follow your dreams and go for it, go big for you and compete, but in a, you know, nonviolent way. This two weeks later, this weekend is in direct contrast because Aries and Libra are opposite from each other. This is about doing things that are refined and like graceful and diplomatic and social and relationship focused. So this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday is like invest in your relationships. This is where you can implement all the work you're doing around communication. You can start to be like, okay, and now I'm here. Like I'm, I'm going to communicate because I've been thinking about it all week. And that, that sun is, you know, far enough away, not quite, but like far enough away from its exact square with Neptune that, you know, communication may be a little bit more easeful or at the very least when the moon is in Libra, people are more diplomatic. People are more, have more social graces. So it's a wonderful weekend to like go to a shindig or go to a party or whatever that's a social gathering because generally people will be less agitated than they were during an Aries weekend, Aries moon weekend, or even that full moon in Gemini that was last weekend. It was bleeding into last weekend. So this weekend has a much like lighter, chiller tone where people generally are going to be more amenable to each other. So that is sweet. I love that. I love just kind of like a, a resting weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We do have Jupiter at the last degree of Pisces all week. So this is just something I want to say about that, that Jupiter is in his exaltation in Pisces. He is home. He's like, I'm home. I'm in Atlantis. I love being in the sign of Pisces. And it's his final degree. And so this is just big. This is a big moment where he's getting ready to literally crest out of the womb and be born into the big baby bull that, well, not bull because that's Taurus, big baby ram that's Aries, right? We're about to give birth to this baby ram, but until we do that, we're in the last degree of Pisces. So for everybody collectively, when Jupiter sits stationing at the last, or sitting at the last degree of Pisces, he's basically saying to everybody, what is your dream? Not the logical dream, not the dream that your ego likes to shoot down, but what is the thing that makes you feel closer to God? What is that? thing. And Jupiter's like, please let me help you get there. 
He's such a benefic, loving, fatherly, like, he's like, he's like cool dad. Jupiter's cool dad. He's just like, let's do it. Like, let's go. And so he really wants to go in the area of your deepest dreams that bring you closer to God, like flow state, things that bring you love and flow state to your life, things that make you feel like there's reasons to live. That's Jupiter. And at the last degree of Pisces, it's like, I don't care about the logic. Put all the like negative thoughts aside, pull all the logic aside, put away all of the internalized dialogues from your guardians or your parents or your community that said you couldn't do X, Y, or Z. This is like, go for it. The thing that lights you up bigger than you could ever imagine. It's probably scary. I mean, the interesting thing about Jupiter is that I think people have a hard time working with Jupiter because it's scary to succeed. It's, it's often terrifying to get the thing you want the most. But this week, with that Jupiter at the final degree of his home sign, there's so much luck imbued into people going for what they want and, and like taking the leap of faith. That's the phrase, is the leap of faith. Leap of faith with the clarity of knowing, oh, this is the thing I really, really want. And I don't quite know how to get there because it's a lot of Jupiter too. It's like, who's a, we don't know how we're going to get there. But it doesn't matter this week. It's about sowing the seeds of like, I really want this and just starting to understand where do I take that leap? What does that leap look like? Even if it's a step-by-step, day-by-day process, what is that leap that I'm ready to take that is going to expand my heart tenfold? So that's a big part of the whole week and it's activated all week. That square from the sun is going to come in next week, but is that the sun in Sagittarius is cruising towards that last degree Jupiter in Pisces, just being like, okay, let's, let's make that dream. Let's give some extra heat and energy to that dream. So I'm going to leave you with that. This is a short episode today because I'm recording back to back and Papa's tired. Papa's tired. (laughs) So to wrap up the week, just live in your dream. Find your dream this week. Don't necessarily try to do a bunch of, you know, logical, rational things this week. It's more of a week to dream a dream, to dream your dream, and then spend the weekend in conversation with people. Maybe tell people about your dream and hear theirs. Ask them. Ask people this week, like, what makes you really happy? Like, what do you want to do? What's your dream? What's the thing that lights you up? Like, I want to know more about that. That's a great thing to do this weekend. Just dream your dream. Hear others' dreams. And for the most part, it's a chill week. So just take care. Maybe don't sign on the dotted line or read the contracts three to five times. (laughs) And also think really big beyond all of the mundane Mars and Gemini hullabaloo. See big picture, look big picture. That's Jupiter. That's the sun in Sagittarius. What is the big dream for you? What is the big lifelong goal that you are here to live out, like magnificently live out if you open your heart up to it and open your mind and your spirit and your soul to it. So I'm going to leave you with that. Please check the link in the show notes below to book a reading. This is a wonderful time to book a reading because December's usually has that slow quality when everyone's going on the holidays. So this is a wonderful time to be reflective about where you want to go next. This is a great time to be planting seeds for the rocket ship that's 2023. Thank you for listening to The World of Rex, and I will talk to you next week.